Hello friends, thanks again for joining us this morning on our 260 Challenge. Uh, today we're coming to you from 2 Corinthians chapter number 10. And chapter number 10, uh, today in 2 Corinthians, I wanted to look at a few verses here. Uh, verses 3, 4, and 5. It says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to, pull, to the pulling down of strongholds casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. This is saying that although we live in a natural realm, we don't really wage a, a military campaign, so to speak, and uh, we don't really fight that way. That we uh, can demolish every uh, deceptive thing that, that, that opposes God and break through every attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. We capture like prisoners of war every thought and insist that it bow down in obedience to, to God and to the anointed one. So this has to do with our fear. And fear sometimes can be so uh, paralyzing because there are so many things in this world to be afraid of. Fear can make us do things that aren't even sensible. In fact, some of the fear that we have are are really really crazy. There's there's fears out there. Called, there's the fear of of bald people. Uh, there's the fear of marriage. There's the fear of objects being on the left side of the body. There's the fear of being touched. There's fear of outside. Uh, there's a, a a fear called a fear of long words, and you ought to see the name for it. Uh, fear of there's a a fear of even hearing good news, and there's a fear of relatives. There's all these different fears that have legit names, and so many people are ruled by that and let fear overtake them. But understand this, God has given us a prescription for fear in first Timothy one seven it says that we have been not been given the spirit of fear but of, of power and love and of sound mind. So what does that have to do here with Second Corinthians ten? We don't fight the spiritual with the natural. If we're faced with a spiritual enemy, we need a spiritual weapon. And at times we've been afraid of things that like never never really have any any basis for our fear um, we, we think because of our parents may have cancer that we're destined to get cancer or because our parents had a certain condition that we, we we're going to have it and we run around in fear terrified of that and we we have to fight those those things uh, those those spiritual fears with a spiritual weapon so understand that uh, Paul tells us something that's absolutely incredible in, in the book of Romans. And he tells us that we've been adopted, that we have uh, been adopted whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And Paul tells us that we don't have to live in fear again because, why? Because God is our Father and He always takes care of His children. Paul says that the spirit of fear is kind of seeking to blind us and hide the fact that we have a Heavenly Father who sees us and protects us. Every time we let fear control us, then we are kind of giving up our right to, to cry out, Abba, Father. We're giving up our right to see ourselves in that relationship with God and being a, being a children to Him. Uh, I, I read a, a story about a man that was, was on a plane. It was a plane that was en route to Boston and had terrible weather, and the plane was really taking a, a beating, and uh, everybody on board was in panic and wondering if they were going to reach Boston. And the, the turbulence was just awful, and I mean, it was really, really a scary time. But there was this one lady who sat quietly 
in her seat and she actually was knitting the sweater knitting the sweater the whole time and never really even looked up. And one young man looked at her and said, how in the world can you stay this calm? How can you not be in a panic like everybody else? How can you just sit here and knit this sweater? And she looked at him and she said, young man, I'm on my way to, to visit my son in Boston. She said, but a few years ago, I have another son who died. And she said, I know he's in heaven. It doesn't matter to me which one of them I visit. My father knows which son I will see today. We need to have realize that that her father was was greater than the turbulence and greater than the fear. That's using a spiritual weapon to fight a spiritual enemy. Some some folks will allow fear of failure to keep them from even trying. Will allow the fear of failure or their uh, their own inability to keep them from even really trying to make an impact for God. Let me encourage you today to realize your father has equipped you. Your father has given you a spirit of power and love and a sound mind. And notice in verse 5 in, in 2 Corinthians 10, it says, Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalt itself against what? The knowledge of God. That literally means that these things that, that's coming against you doesn't want you to know God, doesn't want you to know who God really is. And that's what fear is all about. When the devil gets you to give in to fear, he's really saying you, you, don't, you don't really know who God is because God is able to help us to overcome any fear that we have. And every time we allow fear to win, it's something that goes against the knowledge of God. I pray today this will be a blessing to you. I pray today that you'll have the courage to, to do something miraculous for him. I pray today you'll have the courage to tell someone about his awesome and wonderful and amazing grace that saved a wretch like me. God bless you.